0: Hey guys, and welcome to Sounds Like NYC. I'm here with my friend, The Artif.
1: Yes, how are you doing, David, yes. Very good. That's my state name, but uh, my name is Artif Ali Khan. Uh Artif A.K., yeah. Guys, so tell me a little about yourself. So, uh, uh, since you are showcasing the artists of New York. Of course. Yeah, so I have uh, various uh, aspects to my personality. Okay. uh, Which touch on uh, various aspects of art mm-hmm. so if you if I go back in time and if I recall then I find myself drawing supermans and night riders mm-hmm. and air in my spare time and then as I grew up and I uh, was forced into technical drawing from okay uh, like fine arts mm-hmm. or drawing uh, like color pencils and sketching I found losing touch with that fine arts mm-hmm. part of me. So later, I met a friend uh, who was into keyboards. Okay. And he used to bring keyboard, a small toy keyboard at at our, uh, in our uh, class. Mm-hmm. And he I started. I was fascinated with the way he used to play the uh, title musics of Airwolf and Night Rider uh-huh. and stuff. And I was really take, fascinated. I would say, Like, I yes. want to do that. Yes, and uh, so I started taking lessons from him. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and then um, I still remember when I was very young, I used to sing in the classes, in my farewells and parties, mm-hmm. school uh, activities. So singing was always there, but I started playing uh, keyboard in school, and then as I Uh, continued this musical journey I started writing songs uh, then I later picked up guitar as well Mm -hmm. because uh, it was more convenient a little romantic as well so to say I think that's why
0: everybody gets in yeah I I, I know that's what they say yeah
1: so uh, but it's more convenient as well because you don't have to plug it in yeah Uh, the acoustic guitar you can play just like that uh, unless you have an upright piano at your home uh, which is uh, too hard to maintain in terms of tuning and yeah. everything, and uh, so uh, I continued this journey. Mm-hmm. But down the road, and also the fact that I don't have to run after the guitar guitar players, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you've been a guitarist as well. So there is this always this limelight issue between uh, all my ex guitar players and myself in the in various bands. Yeah. So I thought I might as well. Uh, you know, pick up guitar and, uh, and then I learned it from my guitarist uh, in my previous band and I said goodbye to him. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many bands have you been in? I would say that uh,
0: five, six. Five or six? Yeah, five, five or So, six. You, got a, you got a good sort of, you know, sample. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you, which instrumentalist is the hardest to get along with?
1: Which in- instrumentalist is hard to get along with? Yes. Uh, The hardest. I think it's a singer. No offense. uh, Actually, uh, I mean, uh, the kind of music I do, like rock and roll, uh, Mm. you cannot survive without live music. Right. So for you or for me, uh, the lead guitarist is the most important uh, Uh person. Uh, Even now, currently, um, I mean, uh, people love my lead guitarist, his tone, and I'm also fascinated Mm -hmm. with him. But, uh for rock obviously lead guitarist right is the uh, is the guy uh, because uh, you see all the Robert, uh, all the jimmy pages and slashers and definitely uh, and uh richie blackmore yeah. and you know all these people and then you can't help but uh follow them That's true. and then uh i recently it was uh, a revelation for me mm-hmm. i went to see paul rogers uh uh and uh, Jeff Beck was the final act. Mm-hmm. And I, I had heard of Jeff Beck, but I never knew that he was such a major player. I mean, uh, when I heard him, I was like totally in shock. He was just amazing and then I started, uh, you know, did some research on him. I found that he is playing since uh, Led Zeppelin's wow. years. And uh, when I was recently watching one of David Gilmour's interview, and he said that his favorite guitarist is Jeff Back. and there is no doubt, there's something unique about him mm-hmm. in terms of his, uh, in terms of his, in terms of his uh, improvisational playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, although I'm a big fan of uh, uh, Wise and Joe Satriani's, and uh, you know those guys who are into instrumental side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I was pleasantly mesmerized by mm-hmm. Jafak. So, uh, what I'm saying is that uh, behind every good rock band, uh, he's the man behind the gun. Right. So, uh, you cannot help uh, but be in love with one of those of course. Uh, players. So, yes. Uh, and then, drummer is the heartbeat of the band. He he's also equally important. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Phil Collins said that uh, the difference between uh, a normal band and an extraordinary band is a drummer. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So uh, Interesting. Yeah, because uh, at the end, uh, when it, especially when it comes to rock, it's more mm-hmm. about groove and more about Of rhythm. course, yeah. So uh, uh, there are a lot of bands like you do, for example. Mm-hmm. Four Fighters, they don't have guitar solos, but they have amazing drummers. And which is their claim to fame, I guess right right.
0: Yeah. but who has the biggest ego?
1: Who has the biggest ego? I would say uh, like I will defend all the lead singers <laughs> but of course you will. Uh, but the thing is if you uh, if you go into my subconscious or if I try yeah. to investigate my own conscience, then I would say that I am a slave to the rest of the players in the band what do the other players think that, yeah and that is because probably that is because of the limelight issues of course and uh, and uh, you cannot deny that uh, that the lead singer is the face of the band mm-hmm. and if there's a tug of war between lead singer and lead guitarist then uh, the bands are uh, you know meant uh, to be doomed right uh, for example bands like toto like van halen uh, you know all these great bands mm-hmm. but they were always on the edge due to their uh, ever changing uh, lead singer lineup mm-hmm. and that's why if you look at bands such as u2 and pink floyd and uh, guns n roses uh, you see that uh, you know they are there acdc mm-hmm. they're there because their lead singer is the same mm-hmm. unless they die that's a different case like for example mm-hmm. in case of a- acdc but if you see bands such as so great such as deep purple mm-hmm they are not up there because of uh, you know mark up one mark one mark two mark three uh, so various lineups yeah and uh, and again i wouldn't uh, not deny that a lead guitarist is also the is the is the sound is the signature of a band mm-hmm. especially when of it course. comes to rock so uh, i say I, I i firmly believe that uh, Bands that have great chemistry between the lead singer and the guitarist, such as Queen, Freddie Mercury and Ryan May, of course. Uh, Slash and Axle Rose, and you mm-hmm. know uh, Edge and uh, Bono. Mm-hmm. You know, so ma- So it all depends how you take it. I have tried my level best, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, vocal is vocal, and you know, an in- an instrument is an instrument. Mm-hmm. Uh, the g- one person is using his voice as an instrument. Uh, and the other person is using his uh, fingers or his mind, uh, so to say. So, they are different uh, paradigms, and uh, theres they shouldn't be any clash. Right. It's, it's its about chemistry. Yeah,
0: I mean, like I always say, I mean, the good mark of a band, like for it to be a good band, it's not just being you know, good at your instruments, it's also like how well you guys mesh together. Yes. Because if there's fighting inside the band, yes. then the music's not going to be as... No clear as it
1: should be. Absolutely because it's not about this if you look at all these super groups that they make,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they are maybe amazing uh, players, amazing musicians, yeah. but they never become the Beatles or Led Zeppelins or you know the Doors because mm-hmm. uh, their gelling chemistry is yeah. not there. So if uh, four people work as a unit and their chemistry is strong, mm-hmm. uh, then they're bound to create good sound. And like uh, mutual uh, respect mm-hmm. and all all of them are uh, pulling their weight together then uh, I totally agree with you that uh, they are bound to create good music like there are a lot of I mean many examples uh, when you see average players I mean if you look at it Beatles were also the average players mm-hmm. and, and uh, bands such as Oasis and uh, and I can name numerous right, of them, right. they were average players. Mm-hmm. But just because they were out to tell a story, they were out to tell, uh, yes. to create a unique sound mm-hmm. and a unique approach to songwriting and new ideas, uh, look at Black Sabbath, yeah. they were not uh, maestros, but again, they left them all because uh, they- all worked together to make that story. Exactly. exactly. Exactly.
0: So how many instruments do you play?
1: I play keyboards and guitars. Keyboards and guitars. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like you you have become a better, you know, let's say guitarist because you picked up the piano, or a better pianist because you picked up guitar? I
1: have a, a, a severe dilemma. Okay. Going on uh, within me because I think like a guitarist, mm. but I compose like a pianist. Interesting. And uh, I and, and I conceive, I approach a song like a pop singer, mm. but I, I have a tone of a rock singer. So there is, I try to use it at my best advantage mm-hmm. because uh, uh, people are not particularly interested in extremely technical uh, musicians, uh, yeah. it's all about feel, as, Right, uh, as, as the great Jimi Hendrix said, mm-hmm. he was considered one of the greatest guitarists of all right. time. And he said, "I don't think on those terms. I just go with the feel. So wherever the feel is taking me, I just I just do that thing. So I also don't categorize myself uh, per se. But uh, uh, like I told you, you know the the paradox or the conflict that's going on mm-hmm. inside me. So I I think that bands that have." Uh, a popish approach, uh, even irrespective of the fact that how heavy their sound is, like mm-hmm. uh, ACDC or Def Leppard or, or Brian Adams. Mm-hmm. So they are, so to say, or even others they are rock bands, Where but their approach is rather popular and uh, mm-hmm. is ma- more mainstream.
0: And, and I think that in itself is an art. You know, it's trying to make something that you you think of you know, palatable to to the general public. Right. That in itself is an art because you have to make sure that your story is still being told, you're not compromising on it. That's correct. But that everybody enjoys listening to it. Yes, audio
1: without audiences. The word is not the audio. Someone who's listening to you. Someone who can relate with you. Mm -hmm. But uh, one thing that I really keep, uh, you know, in forefront when I'm writing a song is to keep it original Mm. and to keep it unique because at the end of the day that's the only prevailing factor and uh, fortunately we are in a day and age where we have complete control over our creative output Uh, it's Mm cost-effective you can reach your target audience wherever you want to Mm go yeah and uh, you can choose choose your clan. you can choose your tribe Mm -hmm. and uh, just keep on doing uh, what you think is right and soon enough, you will find your own target audience. And uh, now everything is so open mm-hmm. uh, architecture, open sourced that you know you, everything is going live. But but
0: how much of that do you think is actually at the detriment of the artist? Like how much do you think the artist should be paying attention to
1: you know, distribution, marketing, uh, all that? Stuff? I think it is very important. Okay. Uh, for some people, this is uh, acting counterproductive. Mm-hmm. For but for people like me, I think uh, we are at a, a transformational golden spot, a mm-hmm. sweet spot, in the sense that uh, I, I enjoy tremendous control over what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, I mean that's what it boils down to, right? Yes. Just control. Yes, because uh, ever since from the days of Beatles mm-hmm. uh, to Led Zeppelin, Doors, Black mm-hmm. Sabbath, and and uh, queen and then uh, michael jackson mm-hmm. and uh, phil collins and uh, bon jovi and through the 90s mm-hmm. of uh, grunge revolution yeah. and then when you come to uh, you know uh, uh, 2000s system of a down mm-hmm. rage against the machine linkin park mm-hmm. uh, you will see limbiskit. you will see that there was a tug of war going on between the label and the artist yes that buffer zone is gone mm-hmm. And we are totally at our doing can do things on our own terms. Mm-hmm. We don't need a huge studio uh, to you know uh, book or to rent, mm-hmm. and we don't need uh, huge consoles. Everything is virtual. Yeah, there's no and, paywall now. Yes, and uh, you are able to uh, get hundred percent of your royalties. Mm-hmm. Like if my if a song is sold for a dollar, I will be able to get a dollar. But now the challenge is, can I make a song that somebody would like to buy. listen to, yeah. buy or maybe... Because there's so many out there. Yes. Right? Everybody's out there. Yeah. Like, ev- like literally everyone is yeah. there. Uh, Everybody like, and their mother. All the qualities, mm-hmm. all the, uh, you know, the stratas of artists are there. Yeah. Uh, now it is up to you. Can you uh, create something that goes beyond uh, the ballpark, uh, you know, uh, throws? I just my buttons. Yeah. My <laughs> So, why don't you tell me anything? Yeah,
0: sorry, my button was unbuttoned. <laughs> you didn't tell me anything, I look like a fool now. <laughs> but, uh, no, so I, I actually wanted to ask you something because, you know, funny enough, I, I hear so many people who I interview, yeah, uh, they're from Brooklyn, right? You're not,
1: no, no you're from I'm Queens, from
0: Queens yes. right? Yeah, so, you know, a born and raised Brooklyn, Queens boy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah. I think I was the most, more, more than half of my time in, in Queens, though. Uh, I felt like I, I've grown a love to the borough, right? Right. And not many people see that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so what about Queen's do you think is special, if anything?
1: I think Queen's has its own uh, culture because uh, I think Queen's play… It is the most diverse be- borough. Yes. By and, far. And, and the fact that Long Island is part of mm-hmm. that entire community. Uh, you can see all these people live here, Yeah. All the, all the top concerts are happening there in Nassau mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, I think uh, particularly in terms of rock because Brooklyn is more rap mm-hmm. and hip-hop uh, or maybe prongs as well but when it comes to Queens, uh, fortunately, it's, uh, you know, the word Queen is there yeah. for me. So <laughs> it's it's a huge attraction. But apart from that, I see amazing musicians over here. Mm-hmm. When I go to open mics, when I go to bars, I see uh, appreciation. or I mean, I feel my pride mm-hmm. over there. Uh, I mean, a stranger, for them, I am a total stranger. But the moment I go on the mic... And I start singing, suddenly they become my friends, right. which is a great feeling. Mm-hmm. And I have seen only, uh, I went to San Francisco to explore this community that I had heard of mm-hmm. all my life, uh, or I went to LA as well, but I could never find that kind of, uh, you know, the, the vibe and the community. Uh, that embraces rock and roll like that mm-hmm. and not just rock and roll but uh, the real rock and roll like uh, uh, more classic rock mm-hmm. uh, all all the 70s and mm-hmm. 60s Maybe 80s as well and even 90s and 2000s. So anything that is good people love it over here and uh, and I feel really comfortable because uh, first of all there is there is no uh, clash of uh, rap and rock going mm-hmm. on because of course rap and hip-hop is everywhere mm-hmm. but uh, like in my song I try to uh, amalgamate and I try to fuse Smart. rap and rock mm-hmm. uh, and I think they're not separate genres and ever since uh, this 2000s revolution with all these system of down mm-hmm. and Ratum and um, Limbiskid and mm-hmm. Linkin Park came in mm-hmm. they changed the scene yeah so uh, now it's to a brand new level and uh, I'm like Even it. now
0: like with you know certain bands right now or certain musicians right now you're trying to sort of like blend yes, the two which yes. is it's great. I, mean, yes. I love the music coming out. Yeah,
1: absolutely because uh, if you look at it rap is more about rap or hip-hop is more about rhythm and at the core of it rock and roll is also about rhythm. right yeah, yeah. so I mean apart from the ballads aspect uh, that's more and also like synth-pop it's mm-hmm. more driven towards keyboards and uh, other instruments, but at the core of it, it all—the revolution started with uh, guitar, mm-hmm. with Led Zeppelin and Elvis and Little Richard. So uh, we cannot deny the fact. Yeah. And I think, I think uh, I may be overstating it, but I would say that Long Island could be the uh, could be the rock and roll capital of the world. That's what I. Yeah, I've met
0: you. some really cool people from around Island who yes. were you know, really, really amazing. Talented musicians. And
1: even if you go to the the concerts over here, like uh, last month, I went to White Snake, mm-hmm. and you you see people that you never see anywhere. Yeah. I mean, uh, you feel such emotional proximity to them mm-hmm. because they are wearing similar rock clothes like leathers and you know jeans and Uh, long hair. Mm -hmm. So I I just uh, love and feel very fortunate to be part of it and uh, and when uh, these organizers they send me message to perform at venues and when I send them my new singles and the way they respond to it I feel uh, associated Mm -hmm. and I feel that uh, uh, that sense of community or the sense of belonging which is probably the part of every cult, you know.
0: Yeah. If I wanted to convert somebody who, who loves Brooklyn, so like giving Queens a chance. Yeah. Where should I take them?
1: Given, uh, uh, like you're saying that you want somebody from Brooklyn, yes. come to Queens.
0: Yes. Like a specific neighborhood in mind that you have, that you think anybody from Brooklyn might like in Queens. Because a lot of times people don't want to come in Queens. Feel like I don't want secure. to go to Brooklyn
1: actually because really? I don't find parking over there. No, that's a. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, one, of my, <laughs> one of my friends have. A, a I mean, e- at, least, at least
0: we have that going for us, right? Sorry? We have parking. Ye- at least we have parking over here. <laughs> yes,
1: I mean, uh, I mean, find. I mean, in in my, for example, in my neighborhood, like, uh, for even here, I found parking. Uh, in my hillside uh, area, mm-hmm. uh, it's totally available all the time, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But I've seen people in, uh, in Brooklyn. Uh, it's so tough. Oh my God. It's so they, tough. That's part of know. their schedule. They I don't know how bands do it. Off. Yes. Uh, I don't know
0: how bands like take their bands to Brooklyn, yes. perform and then come back with like everything. I don't
1: know because I went, uh, like I said, twice I went to a studio in Brooklyn mm-hmm. where I was recording vocals. And uh, and it was a nightmare. Mm. Although it was early in the morning, but. Still, it was a nightmare, and uh, and uh, I went for a couple of job interviews as well in Brooklyn, and it was uh, I had to take my wife because I told her, you know, you can wait in the car, (laughs) then I'll come back (laughs) because it's so terrible, and uh, so I would never want to trade off uh, Queens. And like you said, there are a lot of media companies are there lot of uh, studios are there mm-hmm. and of course it's uh, I would say it's home of uh, hip-hop I, was, I would yeah. say if the home of house is Bronx, home of hip-hop and rap is uh, Brooklyn mm-hmm. but uh, fortunately I'm also in a different genre so mm-hmm. it's okay yeah and uh, I get so many calls for jams uh, in Long Island and uh, adjacent areas and uh, and I and although I never thought it in that way, I had it in my, in the at the back of my mind. But I was not really sure until I, you know, heard the endorsement from you mm-hmm. that there is this uh, difference. And uh, and uh, I find many mainstream uh, uh, musicians uh, who have their houses in in Long Island. Yeah, because it's so cheap over there. I mean, yeah, a lot of land for right. what you pay. Yeah.
0: Um, this podcast I, I, I don't want it, it it's about the artist okay, but it's also about New York City in the whole right, right? Okay. so what are your favorite parts of the city that you love going to
1: I think New York uh, city I just love every aspect of the city because uh, uh, it has always been a hub of nurturing artists uh, even if you go back to early 70s or mid 60s oh, yeah. and you know late 60s mm-hmm. it any artist from any part of the world used to think that they'll come here, they'll get a $300 apartment <laughs> and they'll make uh, a living from here. Mm-hmm. And many of them have been successful, uh, such as Madonna, such as Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. and uh, numerous other acts, Lenny mm-hmm. Kravitz, uh, they all uh, grew from here. And I think this is also not only the crossroad of the world, I think this it is actually the art capital of the world. Yeah. Whether it is any it, any art form you take, whether it is dance, 100%. whether it is fine arts, mm-hmm. whether it is uh, music, whether film. it is film, yeah. whether it is television, whether it is, uh, you know, singing, of course, part of music, theater, you name mm-hmm. it, it's the art capital of the world. Yep. So, uh, but sometimes uh, people feel tough because, of course, there is competition and people mm-hmm. are coming from all the parts of the world and all the parts of America as well. But uh, if you have something unique to offer, uh, you will not find any better city. I mean, I go to, I, I've been a world traveler, I've seen everything from LA to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. But even, I feel the creative vibe a lot in LA, yeah. but I just don't feel the, the energy and I don't feel the desperation or the, uh, or, or the magnetism yeah. that I feel or the flux. Mm -hmm. the sense of urgency Mm -hmm. in New York to make it big or to make it is just amazing and it's part of the motivation Uh, I mean it's totally up to us but like I said about the business model Mm -hmm. of today the modern music business model Mm -hmm. you can use it for your advantage or you can just complain about it so if you are tough cookie, mm-hmm. then you can uh, easily make in New York yeah. because if you have something solid and unique to offer to the city, the city will respond because there are buyers of every product Everything, of every yeah. price. So uh, in that context, I, I think uh, I've been uh, curating a lot of art exhibitions. I, used, I have written a lot about uh, uh, mainstream arts, fine mm. arts uh, in various galleries. I work, I write for uh, this uh, website called Art Fuse uh for uh i mean by jamie he's also a fine artist mm-hmm. uh, jamie martinez i guess so uh I, he sends me to various exhibitions and i go there and i see artists from all over the world mm-hmm. uh, showcasing their work right and i just love and i feel proud uh, of being a new yorker yeah. that uh that we have that capacity and potential and scope to provide mm-hmm. to the whole world so for me, uh, New York is not only the art capital of the world; it is the capital of the world as well. Yes. Because uh, anyone who wants to make make it big in America has to go through this buffer zone. Mm-hmm. This is the screen. This is the filter. If if any band wants to make it big in uh, U.S., they have to pass the test of New York. Yeah. So again, whoever sells Madison Square Garden fastest is the best band in the world, mm-hmm. or you know, solo actor, whatever. So uh, New York is the most important as uh, part or I would say a phase of any, mm-hmm. any artist if an, if you can pass this test you can uh, just be anywhere and do anything yeah. I mean if you take America as a small version of the world uh, with all the cultures there with all the creams of art forms you will find it in New York uh, yes. with, uh, with uh, its uh, artistic scope projection penetration and viability and commercial Response to it. So, uh, I mean, uh, I have always found myself uh, uh, playing with, like I said, my writing, with my poems, with mm-hmm. my songwriting, photography, uh, graphic designing, uh, writing, uh, filmmaking. Mm-hmm. It's, everything is there. All you have to do is uh, have that potential and that desire uh to make your impact or leave your signature in other words uh suck at la we're the bet. we're the better ones I well mean, uh, yeah, uh la is like uh, la is all hollywood yeah. and 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 yeah. and and, uh, and it's all film but also because of this uh the, the, i mean the city
0: has a different vibe i mean we're just we, we have grit just in us you know what yes. i mean we have that hustle mentality in that's us because we have to, or else we can't pay rent. Yes, I mean, we have to make it happen. As well as yes, it, we have to make it happen. I was yeah. listening
1: to Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, uh, some motivational speech on mm-hmm. uh, on uh, YouTube, and he say he said that you don't need to have a plan B, you have to stick to your plan yeah. A, and you have to ensure that you make it happen. Yep. So uh, we are movers and shakers, and we yeah. make it happen.
0: I mean, people don't come to the city to survive; they come to thrive. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, it's not it's not a place for survival. You the opportunity survival. to come over here, come yes. over here, but listen, it's going to be
1: tough. Exactly, it's going to be really tough. Yes, I mean, even for the tourists, it's considered to be one of the rudest places on the planet. But it's <laughs> it is just because of the fabric. Of we're not rude; we're just in a rush. Yes, exactly. That's that's what I tell them. Yeah, I I told one. Uh, I mean, one of my friends from Chicago is a. Uh, prominent uh, cancer doctor, Uh, doctor, uh, his name is Sayyid Ali Abba Talib and he's a celebrity doctor. Really? Yeah. And he was coming in television once I was sitting there I saw him on TV, then Uh I saw him on ABC and he also keeps sending me his latest books and things. Uh, So I told them, they are not angry. If you want to fight, try and fight with them, they will not fight, they will just go. Yeah. They just uh, are loud and they might shout. But they will left because they don't have time to fight. It's not that they don't want to fight; they just don't have time. For I mean, it. we're not Boston. Yes. We're not that angry, right? <laughs> <laughs> or Pennsylvania. Or <laughs> Pennsylvania, exactly. Or Pittsburgh. Or Pittsburgh. Yeah, or yeah, Jersey. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, it's it's an amazing place, and uh, and you if you want, uh, I mean, for a change, if you go to West, uh, you will for like first. A day or two, you will feel good because people are so laid back and yeah. you know, relaxed and nice. No, I've been there a
0: couple of times, I hate it after a couple of days. Yes, because, I can't stand yeah, it. Yeah,
1: because you feel that they are irresponsible yeah. or they are uh, lazy. Yeah, lazy. Yeah, lazy, left the word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's because we are in a constant flux in New York, mm-hmm. and which is uh, again a good aspect of it. And uh, some people take it uh, wrong, but uh, for me, I think uh, this is the uh, essence and this is the most motivating factor for me
0: yeah
1: I mean if you're looking for something you will get a response yes or no Mm -hmm. that's it it's not like you are uh, just uh, talking to the walls no Mm -hmm. people uh, you will get response uh, and uh, if you have some idea like uh, for example I was stating that even in, in LA the since the since. New York is also the TV capital of the world. Yeah, uh, You will see that uh, uh, you, uh, video on demand platforms are taking over mm-hmm. and those studios and those cinemas they don't have the same deal that they used to enjoy. No. So I- even in that context uh, New York is also giving a lot of rebates and promoting the film industry mm-hmm. and if you look at 90% of movies shot in LA are made about New York. <laughs> That's true. If, if you go into you the studios, you will see all the neighborhoods, Queens and, mm-hmm. you know, all the different, uh, landmarks and yeah. everything. So, uh, if, if you're talking about urban, it's, you know, 100% everyone wants to take a bite of the big mm-hmm. yeah, Of course.
0: <laughs> of course. I mean, that's, that's what we have here. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you, you normally, you know, one of my flagship questions is how do you think New York city has changed you and your art? If, if at all.
1: I think uh, it has uh, changed I think it's pushing to the right way? Sorry? In it's pushing in a, in a yes, good way? Yes, because I see a scope of things that I don't see in any part of the world. Mm-hmm. Maybe Europe is uh, more relaxed, mm-hmm. you know, like Scandinavia is more relaxed. But as a New Yorker, I feel that I am either sleepwalking walking or I'm in the 80s. Yeah. Because it's slow motion over there. Mm-hmm everything is so fast and that that uh, flux is uh, addictive that speed that rush you we are addicted to that Mm -hmm. this buzz and rush so uh, so everything that comes here or comes out from here is filtered and it has scope to reach any target audience because uh, best not only uh, the performers or the artists you get the best curators over here. Mm-hmm. You get the best audience over here, mm-hmm. because whoever is coming out of their home to do something, or you know, to see you, or to judge you, uh, they are, they really mean it. Yeah. Uh, no, these days nobody wants to leave the comfort of their home because everything is available on their remote and their smart screens. So, uh, I think uh, for me, I have found tremendous reception uh, in everything that I've done, whether it was my book, whether it is my documentary, whether it was my songs, mm-hmm. I get a um, tremendous response because like I said, if you have something solid to offer, the city will respond. And then there are numerous examples. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, Madonna and Lady Gaga, of course, and the numerous others that I cannot recall right away, but uh, if you look at them, if you uh, go into their Wikipedias, we will see New York. Exactly.
0: So let me ask you, do you have anything, any any new projects coming out soon? Yes, I am
1: working on Silent Warrior, Mm -hmm. an upcoming song for July 4th. And it is about the law enforcement officers, FBI's and CIA's and everyone, and how they uh, put their lives on risk to protect us, Mm -hmm. to preserve our freedoms. And uh, I hope so, probably by next week I'm going to release it. It's in the final phase of audio production, then I'm going to go into the video. Uh, And Jamaica has done a rap on it. And I've done the main chorus and the entire song, uh, composition and everything. So, uh, I hope you're going to like it. And especially with all this uh, Russian, uh, you know, cyber attacks and everything uh the face of our protection is different now. Mm-hmm. It's more about cyber security and and everything. So uh you will find it interesting, I hope. I'm sure I will. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, so you so much, much for coming on. Thank you. It was a real pleasure. Likewise. <laughs> Thanks.